Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. I don't know why this lyric came into my head. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I was looking at the date, and that's when it happened. I thought, oh, 10 days till Christmas. Time keeps on slipping, slipping. Anyway, it's December 15th, um, and uh, that's a Tuesday, and I'm hoping Susan's on the other line. I haven't talked to you in so long. Hello. Hi, I know. Hey, I know. We got to talk. I know. <laughs> I know. You could call sometime. Well, I, keep, I keep suggesting to your mother that she do so. And she doesn't want to talk to me. No, she just she just goes yes, and then she forgets. Forgets. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yes, time is slipping, slipping, slipping away. It can't slip away fast enough for me. Well, the thing is, time, and I, I guess I keep talking about it, and people have written about it. Is it's just different now. Um, it feels different. We, we, I mean, I, <clears throat> I know we're not supposed to wish away um, time, um, but we yeah, have I, been. Yeah, I, I, we just all want, uh, I, I, somebody put up some meme with oh. somebody just screaming, for the love of God, will you just go away? <laughs> And that's that's sort of how we're all feeling. Please let yeah. the Georgia election happen. Please let the you know let yeah. January twentieth come and go. Yeah. Please let the virus uh, go. Please let the vaccines come. Please. Um, it reminds me of that favorite story of uh, I have of Hank. Um, it's just a it's one of those stories that works for so many unpleasant moments in our lives and. Hank is our brother's youngest child, although he's an adult now, but when he was a little kid and he was uh, used to watching videos on television and, and being able to, you know, put them in, inject, reject, <laughs> whatever, uh, and, and manipulate them. And he was having a bad day and he was screaming and crying and his mother came running in to say, what is, what's wrong? And he just said, fast forward, mom, fast forward, fast forward. And it, it, what he meant, it, it wasn't a tape he was thinking about. It was, he wanted out of the this moment. moment. Yeah. He wanted it fast forwarded and that's i think where we we all are we have, we want fast forward. forward please before he can do more damage i mean you know how we can let him murder people on his way out i mean you know in this echo of i could kill someone on 5th avenue and they wouldn't care 
you know, yeah. and and this and to see, you know, right on cue, staunch pro-lifers, you know, saying apples and oranges, you know, murdering that guy isn't the same as, you know, and you just want to go. I don't, I'm so tired of this chorus of constant, you know, hypocritical hypocritical people that think they're being moral. You know. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> just no, really. they're killing. I mean, the fact is, is, is this administration will be the most murderous administration in American history. Um, we were noting the other day that it just <clears throat> there are already more Americans killed in this pandemic uh, than in the last nine months and died in the entire four plus years of World War Two. That's right. And if you also haven't noticed, he is busily killing, executing as many people, federal prisoners, can. That's what I as was he can, about. Yeah. when there was absolutely uh, next to no federal executions in the last 50 there was, years. There's a moratorium. I cannot. He just wants to kill, and he has no conscience. So there's no moment of, No, it's oh, almost like you can go, oh, this will be fun. You know, let's do this. Uh, so, yeah, more Americans are dying needlessly um, every day, every single day than died on 9-11, than died at Pearl Harbor. Um, and it will just keep ticking like that. 3,000 more, 4,000 more. 3,000 more. And yes, you can argue these are not all on Trump, but a whole I, – I suspect that – Well, you know, maybe half of them the, would still be alive. Right, or maybe even more. Or maybe if even more. If he had done what, what a government is supposed to do, which is act and protect and lead – and he did everything to exacerbate this pandemic. And uh, but it's not only to... that; it's 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 uh, it's revving up his masses so that <clears throat> anybody that does anything that these that these people don't like, they send them death threats. They they take their guns and put them on their their whole on their uh, you know waists and over their shoulders and go to the state house and threaten their their elected representatives i mean you know uh, how do you put those people back in the in the well, box that they were let out of no you don't and that proud boys the proud boys <clears throat> you know at least right. they knew not to call themselves men the proud boys <laughs> you know marauding around dc and and screaming that they're their streets you know I, yeah yeah that's real I'm waiting to be told that those weren't Proud Boys. That was Antifa. Yeah, well, I I mentioned yesterday that law enforcement and even media don't recognize uh, white guy violence like they recognize anybody. No, those are domestic terrorists. Why aren't we calling them domestic terrorists? Well, it took a long time for people to acknowledge the president was a liar. I don't know because, well, because we are who we are and we're not an honest nation. Or a um, particularly thinking nation. I was, um, 
a, a totally different subject, but did you read the article in the New York Times about uh, the um, the school that was reading fences? I I saw the thing and I didn't read the whole thing. This was a private school with a um, mostly white. I get the impression. I'm mostly white. Yes, yes. I mostly think. white and a black mother of a black child protested when she found out that the uh, the August Wilson play Fences was going to be read out loud by the students. And 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 for those of you that don't remember, it's peppered with the. I mean, the first page is just every other word is the N word. And uh, and the mother was concerned about a group of white you know, elite students sitting around reading out loud with her one black son in the room. This, yeah. This play and feeling that it was not going to come off well, and this was not a fair representation of black families, and that a reasonable discussion put her son in a bad place. Anyway, cut to the chase. He's he been gets, um he's he's kicked out of the school. He, the boy, was kicked out of the school because of the mother. Yeah. Because of the mother, uh they're saying the boy did nothing wrong, but this mother is offensive and both. and and as I was reading the article, I was thinking, you know, this is where people like us have to learn to listen. Right. If the people that were trying to teach about are telling us we're doing it wrong. Listen. I think we need to listen. Yeah. Hey, Suze, we need to listen because we have a caller. Good. Well, that remains to be seen. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> oh, hi. Are you there already? Yeah. Oh, it's mine. Hi. So you were talking about fast forwarding, you know, yeah. through yeah. the <clears throat> And yesterday's yeah. show, I wasn't at my computer. It was playing in the background. I listened to it after the fact. And YouTube automatically sends you to some random Lynn Cullen show. So huh. if you listen to you from yesterday, it'll play some random one. And yesterday's was three years ago random one. Wow. And it was the two of you. I stayed on because it was in the other room. I didn't want to walk over there. And it was May of 2017. And I also stayed on to see if maybe I said something, but I didn't. But uh, <laughs> three years ago, the big thing we were wringing our hands about was when Trump was at the UN, he scratched his forehead with his middle finger. And Susan ah. was saying it was on purpose, and you were saying, no, it wasn't. So <laughs> so I well, I disagree that. with myself. <laughs> Oh my God! Fast forward. <laughs> fast forward. You're right. We didn't know how good we had it. It's it's usually the case. I always say to people, right? You never don't ever say it can't get worse because it invariably does. That's my in my you know life experience. Or don't say how lucky you are because the next thing that happens is that a a huge uh, crack opens up underneath your feet and you disappear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was like just the other day I said to somebody, you know, my dog hasn't pooped under the piano in months and months. 
Guess what? Uh-huh. Like when you're watching figure, figure skating and the commentator says, and here he yes. does, a triple accent, bam, on the ground. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> so please, let's not tempt any more fate. Uh, but when Bill yeah. Barb was announced yesterday that he, I don't know if you saw yes. when he was leaving, which is Jumping an interesting ship. story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was. I think, I, I think he, I don't, I'm not sure what happened, but. I doubt that it's just is very fishy. So when the reporter announced it on MSNBC, if you saw that he said, my sources say this isn't the lead. The lead is coming in the next few days. Huh. So something worse is coming about why he left. Um, oh, dear. More that he wanted to get out. the hell out of Dodge before, before. this thing. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to be around for whatever. Yeah, God help us. Or there even he can't approve um pardons for people who are coming out. Because oh, I maybe no he's thinking that. about pardons. Oh, he was no talking about Bill Cosby the other day. Was he really? What? Yeah, he tweeted that he was gonna let Bill Cosby out. <laughs> and then and then it, and then it, and then it, he had to take it right down because there was a, a bunch of people rushed over and said that won't look good. <laughs> but he doesn't have to look good. No, he doesn't care, right? Right. So all he cares about is money. So if I was rich and in prison, I'd be reaching out to him saying how much you want, because you know I I can't imagine I have no proof of this. You can't imagine that grifter is not going to use. Oh, that of course power he's selling them. Of course he yeah. is. No, that's all he's doing now. Is is right. the reason he won't let go of the uh, the election was stolen. The election was stolen is because it's helping him raise money. Right. Yeah. And pardons. Can you imagine how much you would get? Yeah, grifter's got a grift. Right. So um, the lead is not what we know. The lead is not the middle finger scratching his forehead. The lead <laughs> is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very nice summation. <laughs> oh God, help us! All right, you. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My God. So, um, Piffle, can you imagine listening to us? You know, talk about nothing from three years ago. <laughs> wow. How naive and innocent. Yeah. And yet we weren't because Trump had been elected. I mean, we were already freaking out, but what did we know, right? So yeah, um, it hadn't gotten as bad as it was going to get. No. So yesterday I was, you know, uh, uh, waxing um, uh, very dark um, about uh, what he has wrought, uh, and specifically the the insane. Uh, white nationalistic evangelical Christian followers and throw in a smattering of deluded and insane Orthodox Jews Jews, and some crazed Catholics. Okay. And you got this, you know, this potent uh, mix that was uh, all over DC last weekend. Um, So, you know, some people think I'm being too, uh, too much a crepe hanger. I really don't think I am. Um, and Michelle Goldberg, don't know if you saw her column in today's Times, she uh, 
uh, she seems to be sort of feeling like I do. Yeah, and that, this is very hard. There's so much damage done. The yeah. damage done might be, uh, you know, it's like we're, we're in critical. We're in critical condition. We can't breathe yeah, any yeah, size yeah. of a leaf. No, no, no. And she says this. I'm just a few lines that I picked out. She says, it seems obvious enough that the spirit of Trumpism is fascistic. Thank you for saying that. I really yeah. appreciated her saying it because it is. It is yeah. it is fascistic. And she says, and, and that is according to classical definitions of the term. Because fascism is obsessed with um, fears of victimization, of humiliation, of decline, and 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 seeks a strong masculine leader. Uh, are you laughing because you don't <laughs> you don't see that gelatinous? Uh, no, orange pile of no, no, no. But they do, and, and they. I mean, it always struck me Hitler was right. a silly-looking little man, and he's talking about the Aryan. He didn't look Aryan. He right. didn't. He was hardly look, blonde and and yeah, and and right. and silly-looking. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. So she also says that the damage Trump has done may be irreversible. He has eviscerated. Uh, in America, any common conception of reality. And that's true. We know that. And I, how does a nation go on if you can't even agree that, you know, today is Tuesday? I don't know. And, and, yeah, the, the problem is it takes so many people to, to be willing to allow themselves to be totally humiliated because they have to admit that they bought this crap in order to unbuy it. But the way they buy into it is by feeling they're being humiliated and under attack, right? Because, you know, I, who did I see the other day say at one of the rallies, you know, Merry Christmas. Let me be the first to say Merry Christmas. Isn't it wonderful we can say that again? Yeah, like whoever said you can't whoever say Whoever said you couldn't. Ah! Okay. So he's and she just flat out says, um, "Let's get let's just finish that sentence." No one ever said that you couldn't say "Merry Christmas." They said what you should say is "Merry Christmas" and "Happy Hanukkah" and "How is your Kwanzaa?" What they were saying is there are more of us out there than just you. All you had to do was admit that you weren't the only, the best, the top. Well, that's too, that is means they're under attack. And let it be known that they're the vast majority, and yet they feel under attack. And if you poll them, they will tell you that they are under attack, that Christianity is under attack. They will tell you that white people are under attack more than black people. They know right. this. Yeah. So when Goldberg says Trump leaves behind a nation deranged it is true yeah i agree i agree because we got we got uh you know uh, half a country that doesn't believe that that they should share 
that <laughs> that if everybody does well, that it's better. That they don't believe in the common. They don't believe in something that is a common good, right? No. They they need a hierarchy in which they are on top, and they have been white Christians have been on top, but and they're still on top, and yet they're seeing some erosion, yep. and they're seeing a country turning to embrace people unlike them. And even elevating them into high positions of power. So there is, again, that obvious reason that the eight-year presidency of the first black American was followed by Donald Trump, a white nationalist. Right. Right. God. So, Susan. Yeah, let's leave this for a minute for another unbelievable thing that I found. Remember, I think it was last time you were on, I read this local obituary. Yes. About a relatively young man. His parents had written the obit. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And And they they said that his, you know. They they killed the pets, yes. They killed the pets. They didn't say that, but they did. What they did, they said, you know, Fluffy and Muffy followed him to – Heaven, within 48 hours. And, you know, your reaction was, they killed his pets. <laughs> I'm thinking, yes, they killed the pets. Well, I think this is getting to be a thing. Because <clears throat> I found another obit. Oh, no. People. No, and this is in the local paper, Pittsburgh paper. And this is an older woman. And again, I won't give her name, but it says she worked at Children's Hospital, yada, 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 she this and that, her husband, and it said she, this is the lead sentence, she and her four kids, Sam, Hank, Lucy, and Lottie, journeyed to heaven on November 30th. I assure you, kids is in quotation marks. They're animals, right. So, yeah. So, she and her four animals died at the – unless it was a car accident and all the animals died in the car accident or a home fire, and it would have been said, no, this woman died and her husband killed her four pets. Why would they acknowledge it? That's the second one in a week. There, and a lot like, of people it's, are. It's, it's like it's like uh, King Tut and everything that was put in his tomb yeah, to yeah, make yeah. him happy. Yeah. So but she's taking her would, animals with her. No, that is it is so grotesque. And and why would people think that they should announce that they've killed? these innocent animals. So it leads me to believe that more and more people do this, but at least have the self-awareness to say, you know, we don't have to put into the obituary that we killed Muggsy. (laughs) God. 
And I'm looking at this smiling, you know, she looks like Mrs. Santa Claus. I'm looking, I, would that have been her desire? Yeah, I'm, sure or was that it, I, I'm sure those were her instructions. I don't I mean, know. I could understand it. If the fact that there's a husband bothers me. I could understand it if this was a person living alone who didn't want her animals to, you know, that have been with her forever. They have to go to a new home and just put them down and bury us all together. That I that I could understand making that decision, but if there's someone else around to be with, you know, or maybe the guy never. Who the hell knows? Well, they're putting in a no bit, so to me that says that that's her wish. The lead, the the first sentence. She and her four kids, and then they're named Journey to Heaven. Oh, God. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm afraid to, you know, I like reading obits, and now I'm getting nervous. Every time I, I, I look at, you know, you look at these smiling faces, and I also wonder, why are you smiling? You're dead. Right. On the other hand, why do they all say, almost all say, that so-and-so passed peacefully? Yeah, well. But why do they say that? Uh, I don't know. Usually well, at the end it is pretty peaceful. Well, at the very at end. At the very end. Yeah, but this is this American need to sanitize. Right, I agree. Death. It, it's like, and we don't even say die. You can't, and you, you know can't even will say you see die. The word you die. have to say lost. When my husband died, I would, I very deliberately <laughs> used the words died and dead and died and dead, mostly to help myself understand what was going on. But it was partly because I really hated the termina- terminology. Like I lost my husband last week. I didn't lose him. I know exactly where he is. <laughs> You know, I remember you saying you were in a rage. If one more person says, I'm sorry, you lost. You <laughs> lost my husband. I Like I misplaced him somewhere. <laughs> it just so pisses me off. I know. <laughs> uh, and oh, on that subject, someone called this house at 8 o'clock yesterday, two two mornings ago, and when the phone was answered, here was the question. Is the man of the house at home? Oh, I'm going to puke. You're kidding. Still? And I what, said to Mother, kidding? what did you do? And she said, I hung up. And I said, that's the right thing to do. Because, first of all, who would ask that question in this day and age? In this I day mean, and age. And yeah. so it sounds to me like someone looking for a house with a, you know, uh, uh, without a man in it to go and rob. You know, I, it was like I tried to call the number back. No, and, I don't and, think it yeah, would be that. well. Uh, no, you're living in God, Susan, you're living in a, you know, there's a million people who would still say that. Well, there are a million salespeople like Let a me just big say pro- just out here's the tip of the day, salespeople. Don't say 
is the man of the house at home because yeah. someone like me might be on the other hand. And if you say something like that and I don't have a whistle handy to blow in your ear, you're just, not going to die peacefully. Let's no, put you're it not going to die peacefully. You're going to get right. one of my rants. <laughs> So, no, but I do think that there are, um, you know, like car dealers and stuff who are leery of a woman walking in because they wonder, is the is your husband? And somehow they manage to ask these questions, big ticket items that in your husband, uh, 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 you know, and it's true that, you know, in a marriage, I mean, a salesperson knows that sometimes both parties have to sign off, right? Right. One of the joys of being single is you don't have to ask anybody for anything when you <laughs> right. want something. Right. No, no. This is what I call one of the perks of widowhood. I mean, if I <laughs> if I break something or, you know, if I just drive my car right through the back of the garage, I go, oh, Suze, that's okay. <laughs> and I go, I don't have to confess a damn thing. Oh, you know, there's there's advantages. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> there are definite advantages for being in uh, in power. Um, yes, having control. Um, so, listen, we we touched on uh, the uh, the misogyny of uh, this call you re- re- received. Um, is the man of the house there? And I want to talk about the the misogyny um, that. Of that op-ed? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to – let me just – let me, for anybody who might have missed it, read the first paragraph. This is all you need to hear. But this was in the Wall Street Journal, uh, written by Joseph Epstein, who has written a lot of noxious things in the Wall Street Journal. But listen to this. Madam First Lady, Mrs. Biden. Jill, kiddo, a bit of advice. Yeah, stop right there. Yeah, kiddo to the, yeah, first lady. Uh, A bit of advice on what may seem like a small, but I think uh, not an unimportant matter. Any chance you might drop the doctor before your name? Dr. Jill Biden sounds and feels fraudulent. Not to say a touch comic. Your degree is, I believe, a doctorate of education earned at the University of Delaware through a dissertation with the unpromising title of student retention at the community college level. A wise man once said that no one should call himself doctor unless he has delivered a child. Think about it, Dr. Jill, and forthwith drop the dock. I cannot imagine a more condescending, patronizing tone. It is mind-blowing. And you know what? I've always had, I think because of our brother, I've had difficulties with people with, that aren't MDs insisting they be called doctor. I mean, that's a, another argument you can get into. No big deal, right? Right. Um, like, I don't think our brother, who has a PhD, calls himself doctor. No, no. And a lot of 
people with PhDs don't, but a lot do. And in fact, they are and have earned a doctorate and are able to use the term. Right. As a matter of fact, it's doctors that stole the term. That is true. The traditional use is for people of liberal academic. Arts. Yeah. yeah. Right, uh, right. That that they were the doctors of letters. The original I mean, doctors. They were, they were the original right. doctors. That doctor and comes from the term meaning teacher. It yeah. means teach. Right. 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 And exactly medical right. doctors stole it when people thought of them as barbers and dental, you know, and and right, and, right. right, right. Okay. So the condescension, the flat out misogyny of this son of a bitch. Um, and, and he, by the way, this is a woman, she has two master's degrees and a doctorate. And he has a, a BA. Right. And an, honorary, and an honorary And an doctorate. honorary doctor, which doesn't mean shit. I mean, right. that doesn't mean anything. Right. So, okay. So, and he's telling, talking to her in this. It is, it is the most god-awful misogynistic thing I have read in a million years. And that the Wall Street Journal would not only carry it, but then double down on it. By the way, here's his last sentence. Forget the small thrill of being Dr. Jill and settle for the larger thrill of living for the next four years in the best public housing in the world as First Lady Jill Biden. Wow. I mean, what the hell does that mean? The public housing swipe? Well, that's that was a little swipe. Yes. But get rid of the doctor and just be what a Uh, woman is supposed to be. We're giving you such a nice lady, a little lady who is in this wonderful housing by virtue of her husband. Right. The whole thing uh, was the whole thing was just so appalling. Especially, I mean, the whole middle of it, he just goes wandering off into this conversation about um, how um, the value of his honorary degree is being diminished by them giving it to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So it turns out that the subtext is that you know he's more proud of his honorary degree, which people like her by earning it and being women are diluting somehow. I mean, it's the whole thing was incomprehensible and amounted to simply a desire to put that woman down. Hey, I just want to note, Susan, that the guy who heads the uh, editorial page at the Wall Street Journal and who came to this guy's defense. Right. Is um, forgetting his first name. I think it's Paul. Paul Gigo. Yeah. G-I-G-O-T. Mm-hmm. And you know where he's from? Uh, that sounds like a Green Bay name. Oh, yeah, sure. Paul Gigo. Yeah. And he is my age, a little bit older. And while I was at East High, he was yeah. at West. Huh. Son of a 
bitch. Well, I, I, I want you to know that I canceled uh, what was left of my subscription. Yeah, I did too. I, 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 and I, and I wrote they, them a note. And I, I don't said get it I would, anymore. Right. No, I, well, I got it online oh. and it had stopped my, my other subscription. So I just wrote them and, and told them to cancel my subscription that um, I was going to show Mr. Gigo what, or Jigot, as they probably say it here, um, what, uh, you, you know, what, what the cancel culture really looked like and how yeah. much economic <clears throat> power little women actually have. And I was hereby canceling my, yeah, my, I mean, really, I just fooey yeah. on them. Yeah. So, um, hey, uh, uh, Susan, uh, another Susan, Susan's from, from Hempfield, uh, suggests this. If you pick up the phone and the person says, is the man of the house there? She said, here's an answer. I just had a sex change operation. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Paul writes, <clears throat> in regard to morbid obituaries, <clears throat> uh, my great aunt was killed by an oncoming freight train in the 1940s. Oh my God! While stealing coal to heat her home. Oh God! Oh my God! Wait a minute! I'll back back up. Oh my God, Paul! My great aunt was killed by an oncoming freight train in the 1940s. While stealing coal to heat her home, she was stealing it from a park train in Braddock. My mother shared the obituary with me, and it clearly stated that my great aunt died from severe blunt head trauma after being hit by a freight train. They didn't pull any punches then, and I'm sure it added more whispers among those paying respects at the funeral home. Well, if you're hit by a train, there ain't no way to pretty that one up, is there? Oh, but how sad that yeah. how, that that's what, oh, my God. Dang, boy. She didn't die peacefully. I'm just saying. Um, wait, I think we might have, excuse me. Oh, caller hung up. Oh, because they're waiting too long. Oh, there's another one. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, hello, caller. Hello. Yeah, I figured I'd come on after that after that train story. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you yeah, can only I, uplift us now. Uplift well, because as you were talking about that, all I could think about is uh, what do they say if a quarterback dies? You know, it's like he passed, you know, Ben Rothenberger passed. Me, and he was like, <laughs> okay, what else is new? His last pass. <laughs> but uh, as I was on hold, you were talking about the uh, Wall Street Journal article. Yeah. And I was sitting there, all I was sitting there thinking is, these guys to me now are barbarians. When they write those things, all I was saying is, yes, that's right. That's I right. mean, they, they really sound like animals to me. I'm like, you guys are barbarians. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm never offended by it. I was, I was sitting there thinking about it. It's like, it's like a four-year-old calling somebody a poopy head. It's, that's, that's the <laughs> level of thought that's behind that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, I don't, and I always tell people, you, 
Susan sees it sometimes where I just call people, you know, you're an idiot to me. I think I, I think I told you one time, I said, I wouldn't have to look down on you if you didn't stoop so low. It's like one of my things, you know, because <laughs> I will. I'll look down on you, but it's not because I think I'm better than you. It's because you're stupid so low. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. In, in that guy in that article. That's exactly what I, I don't care what kind of. But you see, those guys, <laughs> though, but but, you know, Clarence, those guys uh, know their audience mm-hmm. and their audience laps that up. Yeah. And, and it's up it's up to the people like, you know, you and Susan, myself. And they love Susan. that Susan and me get angry. They uh, love that's when what I we... say. Don't get angry. <laughs> Look at them for what they are. They're barbarians. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the writer, the writer is actually a just a, a very old man past his prime. You know, some mm-hmm. people at 80 are just fine. This guy at 80 isn't. He's claiming that he teaches at Northwestern. Well, not for the last 20 years he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, as someone pointed out, when he edited some journal, which he did do, he he would uh, submit articles and publish himself under as doctor. Uh, no, under a Greek name that was, uh, and I can't remember, but it was like the name of one of the most uh, erudite scholars. So he, so you know, he dressed himself up the way he wanted to all the time. So he's a trans erudite. Yeah. <laughs> that is what you call quickness. He dresses yes, so he? <laughs> He's a trans erudite, that's trans right. Erudite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Lynn, but I got to pat myself on the back. That, that's that. very good. Oh, I like that. that, that <laughs> and, and, you know, when I managed to lob you one that you hit right at, that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave on that high note. I watched. All right, myself. that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. hey, thanks, Clarence. Yeah, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> very few people know when to leave. That was very good. Oh yes, leave them uh, wanting more, as right. they say. I saw that Northwestern has disavowed him. Totally disavowed him. Said he hasn't yeah. taught here for 20 years, and uh, yeah. and we don't stand up. But you know, and well, and the other thing is, is that it's. You know, what what it brought out was that it was that men at the university are are constantly doctor this doctor that, and women are right. misses or miss. miss or and or, if and if they and if they use the term doctor, you know they, they, they're they get this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know if if you don't if 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 people don't think that built into our culture are all of these careful little ways to keep each of us in our designated space. You're yeah. nuts. You aren't looking. And that's to bring it back to the very beginning. If if someone tells you that the way you're trying to fix the problem you caused and the victim of the problem tells you you aren't fixing it right, listen. Yeah. And if uh. women tell you, cut it out, Listen, it's not cute, men. No, we don't think this is cute. No, we don't. And we have another caller. Hello. Good morning, Wynn. Hi, Susan. Hi. Hey. Hey, man. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Hey, man. What's happening? Uh, Hey, uh, my sister uh, has a degree in that. She works at community college, uh, but it's it's a master's degree from Pitt. um, Mm Mm-hmm. The work she does is extremely significant. Um, 
she works hard to try and keep the students coming back from one semester to the next. Right. Uh, yeah. Lose a lot of people uh, uh, due to, uh, well, not, finances, not, not necessarily getting that grant the next year. You know, right. that's right. Certainly not having a scholarship. I mean, uh, that's right. They're unheard of. And uh, she, well, that's I mean, what Jill Biden's uh, doctorate was about. Right. Retaining exactly. retention. Retention. And, and, and uh, she, you know, she and the other staff down there. I mean, it's it's pretty common that they'll they'll shell out a couple of bucks for a sandwich for for these folks that really are destitute uh, on the at the community college level when they're learning to uh, uh, a, a curriculum that's going to be able to keep them uh, in sandwiches. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's rough out there, and she's trying to make it less rough. And uh, yeah, well, I just I yeah, don't but think people have an appreciation for uh, uh, maybe what Jill Jill Biden uh, was trying to do there. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, well said. Thank you. Sure. Hey, uh, can I? Is it okay for me to get back to that cracked egg restaurant that we were talking about the other day? Okay, the cracked egg restaurant in Brentwood yes. is. Um, going to be hosting a proud boy event exactly exactly and it was a toy drive a toy drive oh yeah toys for tot drive and tots and and the is it the marine corps that uh oversees exactly and the marine corps says we ain't taking any of those toys right we're not a right so yeah go ahead i just wanted to fill in the back story but uh you know uh 25 years ago in that same area, uh, Johnny Gamage went down. He was the yes. first person that I knew of that had died under the hands of the police like that. When he, that he was for being black, yeah, he was well, for being for, black. Well, initially for driving a flashy Jaguar and being a black, well, yeah. being a black guy. Yeah, that's right. Because Ray, <laughs> Ray Seals was his uh, cousin. Susan, and, this is a guy, a man in who was, you know. His car was stopped driving through this white racist uh, suburb, right. and um, and he uh, he ended up dead. Right. And he was um, a, a young man driving a nice car. His his uh, cousin was a, a player with the Steelers, and it was one of the first times that a lot of us white folks were awakened to. The fact that driving while black is a capital crime yeah, in a lot of places. Home. He was out yeah. for the evening. He was driving home, yeah. and, uh, and yeah. he was dressed nice. He was in town for a business meeting. Uh, he was going to uh, yeah. do a business in Pittsburgh, and uh, uh, his his cousin was going to work with him on that. And uh, he graduated from the University of Buffalo. That's where they both came from. Um, uh, but both came out of that college, and and you tell me, did either any of those, ra- did any of those racist cops who just flat out killed this promising thirty-one-year-old uh, man, uh, did any of them serve a day in jail? Well they, well, they could have never owned a Jaguar. That was the beginning of it, and 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 the the three guys, Milton Mulholland, uh, John Vochtas, and Michael Albert. They, wow, uh, I remember their names. They were brought in for involuntary manslaughter and released. And of course, they both, and they and I'm sure 
that somehow that cracked egg has a connection with them, at least one of them. I'm sure they're. Oh, are you kidding? You think the restaurant is somehow that they're related to that restaurant? I'm sure that it's that 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 they've they've made their presence known. I think they're still around in the picture. And um, well, in fact, there was speaking of a picture, there were two uh, sheriff's deputies, you know, who got in trouble just yesterday. Uh, taking their picture inside the cracked egg restaurant when it's supposed to be closed because of the COVID, uh, you know, shutdown. And there they were making sure that they showed their allegiance. God almighty. It it, it doesn't stray far, you know, it stays. It stays and uh, it's still a predominant feature, I think, of that neighborhood. And people I would agree. People should be embarrassed. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the okay. day. Bye. Yes, of course. Bye. Oh. So, um, wait a minute. I've got uh, Bree from Malaysia writes, Professor Doctor is how it is uh, written in Germany. Yes. Herr Professor. Anyway, I don't know. The Germans really go nuts with these honorifics, don't they? <laughs> I have a anyway, Bree says I have a few stories about this. Once on a Singapore Airlines flight, the stewardess Stewardess She's a flight uh, attendant. Go ahead. <laughs> I still say stewardess sometimes. I do too. It's in my head. The stewardess came to me. Doctor, she said, I hope we can call on you if we have an emergency. And I said If it's a grammatical emergency or a philosophical in nature emergency, I'm your guy. (laughs) And that's (laughs) one of my previous supervisors used the title doctor, even though it was an honorary doctorate. That occasionally bothered me. But her bio did clarify it if anyone cared to look. Yeah, these are, you know... Uh, and and then he says uh, the interesting thing is that different places view PhD differently. In Dubai, I had colleagues who called themselves professors, though they didn't have PhDs. Some did have the title assistant or associate professor. Here in Malaysia, one must be a full professor to be called a professor. There are lecturers and senior lecturers here, and then it jumps to associate professor and full professor. Oddly enough, we don't have assistant. Le- well, who knows? My God. Pecking orders. Um, and Jonathan writes, I once worked for a very successful woman-owned business. I think I know which one. A salesperson wrote to her to pitch something. The salutation he used was, Gentlemen, needless to say, he didn't get her business. What an idiot. Yeah, remember that. I guess you do to whom it may concern, right? What are you supposed to, yeah. Or dear sir or madam, there are all sorts of ways when you don't know who you're writing to. But if you're pitching, let me suggest that you do a little Google search and find out. You know, there's really no excuse for making that kind no. of error if what no. you're do, if you're hoping to sell something or gain mm-hmm. a job in some way, do your homework. I mean, that's that's if you goof on that line, you're you're in the wastebasket. 
Okay, Bree's got one more story. <clears throat> it's, uh, what is it, 12 hours later in uh, Malaysia. 10 hours later. 12? It's evening there. And he says, on a flight into Thailand, upon landing, a gentleman in front of me started convulsing. The stewardess was there again and asked me as a doctor <laughs> to help. There wasn't time for me to correct her. Unfortunately, I had worked concerts in undergraduate school. So I recognized that this was probably epilepsy. I also have flown enough so I know how to move the aisle armrests up. So we got him to lay down until the episode passed. Then I explained I was not a medical doctor. <laughs> God, but she thanked me nonetheless. Good Lord. Okay. Well, uh, there's a whole host of legal issues there. If you want to talk to you dodged one there. Um, right. <clears throat> I'm glad you helped. But the first thing you should have said is, I'm not that I'm kind not of a doctor. I'm not a medical doctor. Um, and uh, the, after that, the Good Samaritan rule should have uh, protected you. Jeez. God. Um, uh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. I was reading something. Um, so something we haven't mentioned, but, and I don't know how bad something like this is, but it seems really bad is the fact that the Russians, while apparently allowing us to have an election, were instead busy hacking into almost every department of our government since the last since spring including our department of homeland security which has been compromised now by the russians and military pentagon intelligence community and our crack cybersecurity folks didn't detect the attack until recent weeks when it apparently had occurred in the spring. Uh -huh. Well, they were busy doing other things. I guess. Anyway, it says here, analysts said it was hard to know which was worse, that the government was blindsided, or that when it was clear what was happening, White House officials said nothing. They did nothing. And I mean, this is Homeland Security, state, Treasury, uh, commerce, right. everything. And here's what um, this writer says. Uh, this much is clear. While our president, Trump, was complaining about a hack that didn't exist, namely the supposed hack that cost him uh, his reelection, he didn't say boo about the fact that he knew the Russians had hacked the building right next door, the U.S. Treasury. He never gets in the way of the Russians when they're busy attacking our country. And speaking of that, did you see Vladimir Putin finally? Um, yeah, he decided that it was time he to- He congratulated, right. yes, Joe Biden. And only after Putin uh, did that, did uh, the Moscow Mitch McConnell acknowledge it. 
Oh, he finally did? On the floor of the Senate uh, this morning. Good God. Yeah, a bunch but of not senators, until... after, after the Electoral College, a bunch of them said, oh, well, now it's clear. Like, I guess. Uh, yeah, right. 60, more than 60 cases thrown out of court. I don't know how these people feel. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's shocking to me. They, sh- I think they should all be. I, I don't know how the country heals if we don't put them in jail. Yeah, they, I really well, don't. This, I mean, this I, is, uh, we have it's a document. behavior. Yeah, yeah it's we seditious. have a document with signatures on it that give you all of the characters who were right were were acting in a seditious way. They all signed it. All you have to do is take that list. And charge them. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sort of half listening because my my screen just went frozen. (laughs) And that means I can't get your email. I mean, nothing's working. Nothing's working. Although we're almost, uh, I guess, to the top of the hour. You're four minutes. You could restart. Yeah, but then it and when I restart this thing, it asks me for a bunch of um, uh, passwords I don't know. Oh, for heaven's sakes! You mean you can't restart your <laughs> own computer, Susan? Listen, you know I don't understand how anything works. I got to tell you, something happened last night where I am so lucky. Um, I was sitting on my couch, which is an L-shaped couch. I was playing with my dog. I was throwing things and he was catching them or leaping around and running back onto the couch. And at one point he jumps on the couch on the L shaped part, which I was not sitting on and it collapsed. (gasps) A leg broke off. And I was thinking if I had sat on that thing, you would be back in the hospital. Oh, my God. And I'm looking at it now. I don't know what the hell to do. I got a totally broken. I mean, it's a filthy mess, too. I should just throw it out. But I, I, I was going to say time for a new couch. <laughs> <laughs> but, but actually, he, probably uh, all you need is a new is screw. Is, is I, a new screw, a bigger screw. Um, whatever. Stick the leg back in. You can't, but someone I can. can't. And, then, yeah, and then get a new couch. Yeah. See, I sort of like this one because it is so filthy that I don't have to worry about it. And so I can play with the dog on it. And he can, his toy, I'm looking at it now, half of it's collapsed. Now it's broken. The the rest of it is full of dog toys. I know, I know, Lynn, Uh, but it's time. It's time. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the last couch I had? I didn't get rid of that one. Yeah, this that one, one yes, and that was the one where the mice gave birth in it. Yeah. Imagine my shock when I found, well, it was a sofa beddy thing, too. It was, a, yeah. When I pulled out that bed once, and there was like a nest of, clearly a nest of mice had been living and giving birth, because there was signs of, yes, um, while I sat watching TV on top of them. I'm just saying. <laughs> Get 
a new couch, really. Oh, you're, 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 this is this for a large amount of the audience, even though they've heard it before, is still too much information. <laughs> oh, is it really? Do they That's think I'm disgusting? Well, come on. I am. They why not know? Well, who I can tell you know I'm... that Lynn's. You would never imagine <clears throat> by looking at Lynn's house that there are actual critters living in the furniture. It looks quite nice. It does. I, it does. It's a lovely house. But beware, but, there are critters living in the furniture. But I don't like, yeah. And usually once I have something, I just hang on to it forever. So I'm not one to switch out. If I got a couch, the couch stays till at least three generations of mice have uh, have had the pleasure of living with it. And do you know that that couch, I found someone who took it? You're kidding. No, it was a great couch. It had two, it was from Ikea. It had two, uh, it had two, cha- uh, what do you call it, recliners at yeah, the end. Yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember. And then in the middle, it had, you know, a couch, and then it had also a bed in it. And then a home for uh, mice. Right, and it had a kitchen that came out the back. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. It had everything but a motor and wheels. And I mean, yeah, Yeah. what's not to like? You clean up the uh, mouse after birth and you have a couch. Oh, okay. I just want to say we're done now. But the one thing that I didn't tell you is I received a Hanukkah gift of an Apple Watch. And let me tell you, I was taking a nap yesterday because, you know, what else is there to do? And all of a sudden, my wrist said, stand up. <laughs> oh, shit. I cannot stand those things. But, you know, I would have thrown it right through the window. Oh, I, did. I mean, I started laughing and then I threw it through the window. I, I mean, I who wants something it like also, that? It also tells me to breathe. I thought I was doing fine. <laughs> well, do you know what? Speaking of that, and then, well, we, I know we have. When I was in the hospital this most recent time, uh, they have you hooked up to a million, you know, monitors and stuff. And I was trying to sleep. And in fact, I was doing pretty well. And every, I swear, every minute, beep, 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 this alarming beep goes off. And no one comes, but I'm certainly awake. And then I'm pressing a button for somebody come. I don't know what this means. And finally someone comes. And it turns out that it's a monitor to see how I'm breathing. And I breathe very slowly. Much, I take fewer breaths than most people do. That's good, I think. Well, it keeps you going, but but the machine didn't think it was good enough. No, exactly. So the machine is set for a regular person who breathes a certain amount of time, and the damn machine kept thinking I was dying. I was sleeping, and it kept waking me up. And I I said, please unhook me. I can't sleep. And the nurse said, you'd be surprised how many people's lives this thing has saved. I said, but it's killing me. Okay, Lynn. <laughs> okay. Hate all this friggin' technology. Okay. Don't wear that watch. You'll start obsessing about all kinds of numbers. You'll start quantifying I'll your, turn it, your I, life. I'm just going to turn it just all off and it's just going to be a watch. 
But you don't even need a goddamn watch anymore. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't believe people like subject themselves to this monitoring. Fuck it. Anyway, okay. I got you all excited. Okay. Um, thanks, Suze. Bye. 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 Okay, I gotta guess figure out how to work this damn frozen. Okay. Hey guys, I guess that was that. And whatever that was. And um I'll uh I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow. Um I guess I gotta go look for a a couch. Do you say couch or you say sofa? You know what we used to say? Davenport. Is that a term you know? Because I never hear anybody say it anymore. Anyway, just random thoughts. Thanks for being there. And uh, talk at you tomorrow. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.